When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Petey and we are joined by a very special guest today. First time guest of the show, actually. Um, he was a Arizona Coyotes draft pick in 2014 and a former Arizona Coyote for a, a time. And now he is in nature with the birds chirping somewhere in, in the north. <laughs> East Midwest, um, Brendan Perlini, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, yeah, good to see you guys. Uh, thanks for having me. Good. I, I know you want to ask. Well, no, the first thing, so I, and, and the first thing that because we, we're talking about is people that are watching on the YouTube channel, not on listening, because this won't make sense. But Pearls has sick flow right now. Yeah, like it, with, with the ball hat on, he's got the Chicago <laughs> Sox ball hat on, and we won't criticize the hat right now because our sister station CSGO but that is sick <laughs> pearls you got the sick flow going yeah it's it's been a while since I had this so um yeah I figured why not just grow it out and we'll see we'll see how long it uh my buddies are kind of chirping me a little bit because I look like uh Patty Perez on the course right now so I'm kind of <laughs> kind of trying to rock it and We'll see. We'll see where it goes. If you're going to play hockey, you might as well look like it. I like it. Pearls. Well, we're going to spend a lot of time going back, taking you back in time to when you got drafted. The draft is coming up. We're going to talk about the combine. But first, can you give us a little idea of where you are right now? What was your season like last year in Chicago? And what's next for you over the summer? Yeah. Um, so to be honest, the, the summers are, are busy for me. I'm kind of nonstop, uh, like really guys i don't even know where my hometown is i have yeah. like seven hometowns and like you know we, we've made like we moved to detroit um over 10 years ago now so this is kind of a hometown if you will a home home base for a little bit my parents are out of this area so usually try to spend a month or so here um get back home to my true hometown where all my family is in uh over in canada and sault st marie and i actually i just got back like maybe four or five days ago, I, I spent a month in England, which was where I was born. So, you know, kind of all over the place. And then I, I do actually, I train still out in Arizona, um, come July and August, the, the hot months. Um, so yeah, just, just all over the place really. And, um, yeah, as far as, as, as your question goes, just on, on last season and what's up next, um, 
you know, I think for what's, what's going to happen next to, who knows, you're kind of at that, um, that point as far as like, you know, free agency wide of, of uh, what's the best opportunity going forward. That's, that's what I'm kind of looking for. Um, so I, I don't really know. Um, I can't really put my finger on anything right now. It's so early and yeah, you know, it's kind of funny, right. That we talk right now about the combine, the draft and all that. Like, there's a lot of things like that that happens for like a guy in my position where you know they kind of do all that stuff every like even if you were if your agent's talking to teams right now they kind of don't really talk back because everything is just you know we want to see what's going on with the draft then after the draft it's okay well july 1st we all want to yeah. catch the big fish of taylor hall or whoever it is and yeah. you know they're all kind of in that so it just the more time goes on the more that kind of you know, you, you know yourself, PD, right? How, yeah. how it all kind of works. And, but the one question, Pearls, um, I, you brought up coming and training in Arizona. And it's interesting to me because we talk about, I know there's a lot of guys go play in the beauty league in Minneapolis. And I, we talk about that on the show, but the reality is there's a lot of guys and not just coyote players or guys with coyotes connections, but there's a lot of guys that train in Arizona over the summer. Why? Like what, what, what has been the, the, what pulls and gravitates guys to train for hockey in Arizona in the summertime? Yeah. I mean, you know what? Good question. Like, obviously it's, it's hot as hell in the summer. So a, if you can stand the heat and train in that, I think <laughs> yeah. you can train in, in anything, exactly. but, um, yeah, I, I think there were, there was a boom like during COVID of, uh, like, I remember, uh, like, I played with Johnny Taze in, in Chicago. Taser came out. McDavid came out. A bunch of guys uh, like that. And I think a lot of them hadn't really spent – maybe they've been there on vacation or during the season, right? But when you spend a good amount of time, you know, a few weeks or a month or whatever in, in the Scottsdale, Phoenix area, you're like, oh, my God, this is awesome, right? So – uh, I know a lot of them bought places. Duclair, Dukey still comes back. Uh, Matt Dumba bought a place. Um, so I think, you know, there's there's a lot of that of obviously the area is so nice. But also, you know, you have one of the best in the game in, in Matthews there right now too. So for me, that's, that's kind of why I go back too is we have a good little group of 8 to 10 guys who are, you know, in the area and you're training with kind of the, the top, top guys, right? So it only kind of elevates you even more so all right yeah i was just you know for me i want to get out of here in july and august but i guess <laughs> yeah. you are in the ring so it makes sense um before we get into the hockey talk and, and taking you back to your draft year um i have it on good information via craig i guess that you're a big soccer fan so before we get into the hockey yeah. <laughs> um what's your what's your club and, and who do you root for yeah, I'm a big uh, Manchester United guy. Obviously, like I said, being being born over in the UK, you're kind of born into it. You know, it's uh, it's so funny because um, like we were just talking about it the other day, me and my brother, like when we were over there, like they live and die by their club. Like we we went to uh, we caught I think the second last game of the season. It was either second or third. We went to Chelsea. And uh, my brother's good buddy is a, a big Nottingham Forest fan. So we sat in the away end uh, with the, like, I, I thought it's funny because um, I don't know if you guys know any soccer guys or not, if you guys would know who Peter Cech is. He's like a very famous goalie 
Um, and he actually, he's from uh, Czech Republic and plays like, uh, now he's retired, but he plays like rec hockey. Um, oh in wow. So yeah, he, he's like, he, he's a big hockey guy and stuff. So he left us, uh, like me and my buddies, uh, three, four tickets in the Chelsea end. And then we already had a few in the away end. And I thought it was like, kind of like, uh, like hockey, right. Or basketball or any, any sport over here for that matter, where, you know, you walk around the concourse and kind of see what there is to see. And so I told my buddies, well, I'll sit the first half, like in the away end, and then I'll come find you guys wherever you are. And I'll sit with you guys because we had the split tickets, like I said. And so we walk in and, uh, I hadn't been to a game in years. I completely forgot that like when you're with the away fans, it is like, oh my God, you would think, you know, <laughs> we're all like terrorists or something like there yeah. is, I'm not kidding. A hundred cops on either side of like, you go through a separate entrance, all co like cops on either side, you go through and the like away end is like tiny. There's, it's completely like it's walled off so you can't walk anywhere like around the concourse area like I couldn't even get to my buddies even if I tried like it wow. was you were it was like you were in jail like That's so, insane. Um, so a little yeah, different than the kind atmosphere of here in bit, the states yeah. yeah 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 so it, it was funny I think uh, it ended up being 2-2 it was a good game and um, but yeah it was like being in the away end Chelsea had a bad year this year too. Uh, they were kind of struggling. They they took over. There was American owner took over who splashed a lot of cash and they kind of bought a ton of guys but had no direction. So a lot of the cheers from the away end was all about the American owner and Those all this Americans. kind of stuff. So it was, yeah, it was pretty funny to uh, to see. So um, but yeah, so, I know Craig's a we we always talk soccer too. It's too bad he couldn't be on today, but. He's in Switzerland. Um, yeah, yeah, so in Switzerland. We don't, we don't feel, feel sorry bad. for him. He's in the Swiss Alps right now. He was in Germany. Yeah, he's fine. He just went to <laughs> Paris. He's got three weeks off. But this, so the atmosphere at the at the the football <laughs> match was very similar to what it was back in Niagara back in <laughs> in 2013. So let's go to 2013, 2014. Let's turn the clock back to your draft year. And what we're looking at now is we're looking at all these 17 and 18 year old kids getting ready for this summer. It's a big deal. Can you put yourself back to your draft year in Niagara and what you were thinking? Like, are you aware when scouts are in the building? Do you think, God, this is an important year for me. I need to play well because the draft is coming up. Or is it just, I'm just going to play well and whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what? Uh, good question. Like, to be honest, it's funny talking about that too, because, uh, I think my favorite year in hockey so far, um, was probably that season. And, you know, there was a few things that like went into it beforehand of like the year before my 16 year old year in the OHL, basically to kind of sum a long story short, my brother ended, he went to college. He went, uh, that way, Michigan state. And I had a lot of schools after me because I was playing over in the States and, we ended up uh, kind of turning down a lot of these schools to, to opt to go that way. And my first year, like in my eyes, couldn't have gone any different than what I pictured it. And I come in first game as the first round pick to Barry, I was scratched. And it was kind of like a big, big wake up call into like, oh shit, like, oh, sorry yeah. for swearing. You can swear, no, you can swear here, it's okay. Okay, uh, <laughs> I didn't know what I can and can't say, but it was kind of like, oh, oh wow, like, you know, this is, 
this is, you know, not pro hockey, but this is, uh, like what the game is, you know, this is the business side of things. So, um, there were guys that was the lockout short year too. So there were some guys like Marsh Shifley, Tanner Pearson, like guys who came back. And, uh, so right away I was kind of like casted to the side. And so to sum a long story short, it kind of went sort of rocky. Uh, I ended up getting traded to Niagara, which, you know, I had a no trade clause, didn't even want to go to Niagara and it ended up working out really good. And, uh, I played with some good guys to, to finish the year and had some confidence in the summertime going into my draft year, I knew it's obviously a big summer. I went to the, um, what do they call the Ivan Holinka uh, yep. tryouts for team Canada. I had an unbelievable camp. I thought like, for sure I'm, I'm playing like scored, you know, three, four goals and all like in some of the games and whatnot ended up getting cut. And that was like one of the best things for me because I then that was like early August. I had like three, three, four or me, four more weeks of training and just like kicked into another gear and was like, ah, I'm going to show all these guys. They're going to cut me, you know, kind of screw that, whatever. And, uh, it actually, you know, it's, I think it's all mindset too. Cause, um, there were some guys who went over who ended up getting injured in that tournament. And I'm like, maybe that could have been me. Maybe if I want to go over and play and do really well, and you get injured, it's kind of a setback, you know? So that kind of gave me a lot of motivation of like, you know, I went, I, I played really well, which was great. I didn't make it, which was unfortunate, but it gave me motivation for the year. And then I just, I kind of just started on a roll and, you know, it's almost a, a mindset switch of like, I'm, I'm coming, this year is my year, you know? So once you're playing that year, your draft year, are you looking at the draft rankings that are coming out or are you just kind of focused on playing your game? Yeah, not really. Um, like for me, so, you know, there, there's a bunch of different avenues you can kind of go down right now. One of which I'm, I'm still trying to go down kind of in pro right now, but I think a, a big, big factor, um, into that draft year of like, cause I, I got asked this a lot, like, Oh, where do you think about the draft? This, this, and this truth be told, I really wasn't like the odd guy would mention it or whatever. But, um, we like, I think we had a lot of us who were like in that age group. Uh, so we had a younger team who were all in school together. So I look at that time and I'm like, honestly, I wasn't even thinking about any of that stuff. Cause we would go to school from whatever, 8 a.m. till 2 p.m., get out, go straight to the rink, practice, come home, and you do whatever, then, you know, hang out, play FIFA. Or like, so I never really had time to even think about it, you know? Like, and that kind of, like, sometimes that can be, um, like, the, the oh, not the death of you in pro, but, like, guys have a lot more time in, in pro than they think. Like, you know, and whether they tell you they don't, they're, they're lying because they don't realize it because, you know, you sit on a bus for four or five hours, you sit on a plane for, you know, three, four hours, whatever. Like you, you go, you fly into a city, you're in the hotel. Like, you know, there's a lot of time to be spent, um, either doing nothing or doing a lot of stuff. And for me, I look back <laughs> and I'm like, man, I'm super grateful. I was, you know, in school and, and doing things and distracting my mind and it, like you kind of call it uh, like a mental distraction, if you will, you know? So, um, yeah, those were some of the things that kind of played into like, I think why I had such a good 
a good year. And then the next year when I wasn't in school, I noticed it really quick. And I was like, Oh, like I, I didn't really know what to do with myself. So it was, it was kind of funny, you know, and then going into pro, I, I kind of, you know, my first year in pro, I, uh, if I'm going on, cut me off, but, um, <laughs> I was going to just say my first year in pro, like, uh, when I was with you guys, PD, like, you know, like that year, you, you never like rented a place before, you know, cause yeah. in junior you're with billets. I, I never rented furniture, I hooked up internet, hooked up TV, all this, mm-hmm. th- like I wanted to stay at the rink all day because I just didn't want to go home and deal with that bullshit. You know, right. you want to, <laughs> so you, you're you, right. you, you, you enjoy it. Up. You're right. You had to be. Yeah, 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 for sure. So there's a lot of distractions like that, which is for me was really, really good because when you're away from the rink, uh, from the rink, sorry, you're away from it. You know, you're not thinking about this, this or this, you know. Well, and, and you go back to that year too. Yeah, your numbers were great, but you also looked at your team and you talked about a young team. But one of the guys that led that team in points that year was Carter Verhage. And we see him in the playoffs right now. And he was drafted the year before you. Did you turn to guys like that in your preparation for either the combine or getting prepared for the draft? Did you guys talk about him being drafted? Is it, or is it, is it just something you see in the program? Yeah, he's drafted, but no big deal. We're just going to go play. Yeah, I think it was a, a bit of um, a bit of both. I, you know, what I lean probably more on uh, on my brother um, than anything because he he's six years older, so he kind of went through. Not to the extent of like going up on stage. He got drafted uh, sixth or seventh round to to Anaheim uh, in 2010. So, you know, it was kind of like you know talking to him about that, about development camp, all these kind of things like that. Uh, not so much, I guess, the actual like combine and and stuff, if you will. But I think it really helped. Um, like aside from uh, Verhage, like I said, we we had probably. There was at least five of us, I think, who were going through this process. Um, a really good buddy of mine, Aaron Hayden, who got drafted, I think, third or fourth round by Dallas. Um, he was he was involved with that with me. We went to uh, like top prospects game together. So you know, we we're kind of going through a lot of the similar things with other guys on the team, which which made it a lot more fun, you know, and kind of just you know going through it with someone else, right? So um, yeah, I mean, it, it's. There's no one person in particular, but I think it was nice. Like I said, we, there was a group of us, so that, that made it really good. So I want to get into the combine because from the outside looking in, it just seems like this event where so like so much is going on. We've never been, so we have no idea mm-hmm. what it's like. So can you, from you know your perspective, take us through like the lead up time to the combine? And the combine is actually going on right now, like this week. Um, were you nervous? Did you know what to expect? Was it what you thought it would be? Is there any preparation you do, or do you just show up? Like obviously you hear about all the different tests. Like did you practice for those tests? I'm just yeah. curious, like the mindset going into the combine. I, I can't remember offhand if we got uh, if we got sent specifically like everything what we're doing there. Um, I forget that. I know as soon as my season finished, like I didn't take any time off. I went and did the, the under eighteen worlds over in Finland. Like as soon as I got back, I had like a month, like to the day of the combine. So um, I wasn't very good at like upper body stuff. So I I practiced like a lot of bench um pull-ups stuff like that um i knew like 
jumps and all that kind of stuff I was pretty good at. Uh, but yeah, we kind of, uh, we, we put a program in place, like at least to train somewhat for it. And, uh, like I said, I only had about a month to do that, but, um, yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool process. Like that whole year of like, really you come in, you play, there's, um, during the year, like I said, the top prospect game, when you finish, I did the team Canada thing. Then there was the combine. Then there's a draft right after, then after the draft development camp, there was always kind of something, you know, to prepare for. So, um, that kind of kept you going as well, but uh, yeah, the, the whole process just of the combine too. Um, I remember going there as well. I think I, I had 25 like uh, interviews out of the 30 teams at the time. And I, I think that's what more like, I don't know from your side, PD of, of what you heard being on management side and coaching staff and stuff like that. But uh, at least like player wise, you know, it seemed more about the meetings than like a lot of these teams getting to, you know, see your personality or how you talk, how you interact with people, things like that. You know, I don't really think the, like the testing thing is a massive thing. Like I got told, um, so there was again, like kind of a mindset thing. I got told there was two sort of ways like you could view it. So if you go to the combine, let's say myself as a top like prospect or whatever, whatever I was, you know, ranked in the first round or something. If you go and do really well, they're like, Oh wow, this guy's, you know, potentially NHL ready. And if you don't, and you go and do not very well in all the testing, they're like, wow, he's already this good a player and he's got no in gym strength in gym strength whatsoever. So it's like, look at the potential he has, you know, if we gave him a proper trainer and strength, it can be so there's that's the kind of two ways we viewed it of where it's kind of a win-win really when you look at it you know um but it was more important i think a lot of the interview stuff like i i heard uh i think brian burke said something about you know yakupov was one of the worst interviews he had and hated wow. the kid after that or whatnot so um yeah you can look it up on youtube uh <laughs> i seen that uh not too long ago on there but um yeah, at least like I said, P, like from your side, I don't, I don't know if you hear it. Oh, we lost him for Pearls. a second. We'll get him back in just a second. Yeah, but hopefully he comes back here. Yeah, I'm no. sure he. Will. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, are you it, back? Oh, oh, uh, maybe not. See, for so I'll just talk. I like <laughs> yeah. talking. Maybe try hanging up if you can hear us. Hang up and call so, back. So this is one of the things that that with with the combine specifically it's we talk about the tests and i remember sitting in the coaches room with wayne gretzky and it was different when wayne went through all this he's like his he was talking more about training camp than he was the combine because they didn't have the combine oh, then yeah. he was talking about training camp but it just it didn't matter like he goes do you really care how many push-ups i can do do you really care how many times i can bench my own weight and everybody's like no we we don't care <laughs> so if you can play hockey the rest doesn't matter. Like it, it doesn't correlate. You, you go to the NFL combine and the NFL yeah, combine is running. Guess yeah. what you do in football? You run. run. Yeah. Yeah. In hockey, you, you're running and lifting weights. Guess what you don't do in hockey? You don't run and lift weights. So <laughs> it doesn't translate as well. I think more of it is what he said. The, one is you want to see, did guys prepare for it? Did guys build their strength? We talked about Sam Bennett, and you talked about what he couldn't even do a pull up at the combine. Yeah. And guess what? He's playing in, in the, the Stanley, Stanley Cup, Cup final. final. So does it really matter? I, I think 
it's a place where scouts can go and go, ooh, look at the guy I I, 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 I want to draft. And, and they get all excited about yeah. it. Oh, he's really fit. But does it matter? I think where you're talking about the interviews, I do think that yeah. makes a huge difference. But I'm going to go further than that. That And it's funny because I want to get uh, uh, Pearl's his thoughts on this because he's a bright guy. And you, you <laughs> right think about, oh, back. right when you come back. <laughs> no, you, he's, you, he's an intelligent guy. And you, you think of the questions these guys ask. I think some teams overthink the interviews. I think they bring in a sports psychologist and they go, oh, here's a test they got to give to the players. And I think they almost go too far in, in what they're thinking. Well, this guy answered number two. I'd agree with that. He answered as a B <laughs> and he should have, winners answered as a C. Like, so I think it's, I think the interviews are probably more important than the physical, but I think there are some some teams that outthink themselves. So what's the interview like? Like, do you remember any specifically that were like, that was weird? Well, I, I remember like, yeah, it, to go with your point during the year, the Islanders used to do uh, like some big paper test or whatever they would give everyone. And it would be like, oh, would you rather um, a bouquet of roses or a loaded pistol? What? And you're like, how do you even... Yeah, it was like stupid questions like that. And um, like, I don't know if they had a guy, like you said, a psychologist doing this stuff. But, you know, you're kind of like to a 17 year old, 18 year old kid. What, <laughs> you know, what's this all supposed to mean? And um, I, I think it's funny, right? Like looking back on the draft, too, like now I'm pretty much 10 years removed from it. Yeah, I'm 27 now. And when I was going through that, I was I was 17. So um i think they do overlook it or like you know they they dig so deep into it and at the end of the day you're like dude this kid is 17 you know looking yeah. back on it now i was like man i was so young and like you know didn't really know so inexperienced in things and so it, sometimes they can go a little overboard with that stuff i i would think i i remember um one specifically, like I think it was like Minnesota or someone like that. Um, one of the guys, I think it was like their head scout at the time or one of their scouts like was like hammering me like, oh, after the top prospect game, um, you know, all these players, they went back and they played the next day. And um, why didn't you play the next day? Are you trying to take it easy? Are you trying to take days off? And actually, my grandfather passed away. So I said, no, actually, I went to the funeral. My grandfather died. The guy was just like, oh, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. so it just, Good you know, th care, things like that, where it's like, if it, yeah, that's like looking into every little detail. Right. And um, but I, I do remember, like, from my time, like one of the easier, um, like Arizona was definitely my best interview. Like they were just I don't know. You know, I walked in and was like super calm and relaxed and you kind of go off of the vibe that they give you, you know, and who uh, ran that for kinda... Arizona pearls? Who was the guy driving the bus in the interviews? Do you remember? Um, I think, uh, I think it was Timmy Bernhardt. Um, yeah, Timmy yeah it, like, by the way. yeah, I, I, I want to say him and my dad played together back in the day too. Yep. So, you know, you kind of have that little connection like that. And, um, they ended up taking me out to dinner um, which I think maybe one other team did too. Um, but yeah, I just felt super chill and, and relaxed with them of like the vibe they were giving me. And, you know, they were giving me positive information. I remember, oh, we know you're a good player and, you know, you can do this, this, and this really well. And I remember like other teams too, they, they asked me, uh, specifically like, oh, um, 
if you and uh, and this guy went into the corner for a puck, who's coming out without? Who's coming out of the corner with the puck? You know, you're yeah. like, what am I going to say? The other guy? Yeah. Like, <laughs> nah, I think yeah, he's coming no, out with it to be He's pretty honest. big and like, strong, Tim. I don't know. Maybe yeah. him. Yeah, you can't say yeah. that. And then like, it, it's funny. Tim Tim came on our show and we talked about these interviews. And, and he said he had a conversation. He wouldn't tell us which scout it was or what team. But he said one player that tested very poorly was Jamie Benn. And you look at where Jamie oh, Ben wow. got drafted, and he said he was just an awful interview. And this guy said, "Oh, we've got to stay away from that Jamie Ben." I, Jamie Ben's not a bad hockey player. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's a mix of that pearls. When you say this, it's a mix of if you couldn't do a push up, and you're a good hockey player, you're going to play. And, and if <laughs> yeah. like, I know they want to see if you answer questions and if you're a good guy, bad guy, and how you assimilate in a locker room. I get all of that, but I think, and this is me personally, and I won't say this to a strength and conditioning guy like JP or somebody, that I think the combine might be a touch overrated. <laughs> Just a touch. 100% agree. For sure. Uh, so, in, in, I think in, I was just going to say in football or something like that. Yes, I yeah. don't know enough about those sports, but I feel like, you know, they're getting a bit more bang for their buck out of, yes. like, because yeah. those guys are like 24, 23 coming out of school or whatever. You know, they're, they're a lot more, I feel, just developed. and They're mature. Like they're ready are, to play their sport. They're a year mm-hmm. away from joining the roster. You guys, you're looking at three, yeah. four, five years away. You're exactly. guessing and gambling. And I've always said the combine should have an element of on ice testing. You play the game on ice. Yeah, I don't care cool. if you can run. Mm-hmm. Give me some on ice testing. What's your VO2? How do you, you know, what are your skating times? How's your stride? I think that's more important, but I, yeah. they don't ask me. So yeah. I think they should. <laughs> so I want to ask mm-hmm. you, you said that your interview with the Coyotes was positive. So, you know, now you head into your draft, which I believe was in Philadelphia that year. Yep. Um, did you have a sense of, who was going to pick you or what area you were going to be picked? Or did you just go in completely blind? Yeah. I mean, I think we knew like my kind of projected at least was, uh, I think that was probably the hardest part actually of the year. Um, truthfully, because now you're not playing anymore and it's kind of like, okay, like, uh, sort of a mental game of like, did I do enough during the year or, uh, you know, like, um, did I give it everything I had sort of thing? You know, it's, it's very easy to kind of second guess cause now it's in God's hands, so to speak. Uh, so yeah, it uh, you, once, you know, the season's done, you finish the combine, it's just a sort of a waiting game. And, um, we knew, I think anywhere, yeah, from six to 20, I guess was kind of range or six to 15 ish. Um, and then it was just kind of more, and I, it actually helped a lot. I went through this in the OHL the OHL is a little bit different. And I don't know if I should be saying this or not, but basically people rigged the draft a little bit in the OHL. Like, you know, we kind of did a similar thing. If you pick me, I'm going to school. So, yeah, you know, you, you're wasting a pick, right? And in, in the NHL, it's very different, but at least in the OHL, you go through an yep. experience of like this person slots in here, then th- they're picking this person because they need a D, and that. So it's very, very similar in in the uh, the NHL of you know what are their wants and needs of future uh, you know future young guys and whatnot. And uh, there was a couple of us who were similar. Myself, Nick Ritchie. Um, I'm trying to think who else uh, like. Ehlers, maybe he's not a bit the same, but there was kind of like a few of us bigger guys and stuff. And it was just like, yeah, what, 
Mine is a little bit more finesse. Richie's a bit more, you know, grit and whatnot, depending on what the theme needs. And so, um, yeah, once once we got to the draft, it was, you know, it was really fun. Like, honestly, I, I enjoyed the whole experience. And, you know, it was really, you had no no idea where uh, where you were going to go. Um, so, And I remember, actually, I did two, I think, two or three last-minute, like, interviews that, like, Toronto was picking, like, I think they picked eighth, and uh, they ended up picking Nylander, but they they brought in, like, a bunch of us, like, maybe the day before the draft to do like medicals and stuff like that. Wow. And, uh, yeah, there was like a few last minute things and you know, you're thinking, Oh shit, they're bringing you in to do a medical. Like, yeah. Like, and I didn't see anyone else. I didn't know there any other guys went and did it too. It was just, you know, me in a, in a room with their doctor. And so, you know, I, you're thinking like, Oh, maybe they're picking maybe, me. So, maybe Toronto. I don't know. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard to, hard to kind of, um, to know what's going on. Right. So, well, one question I want to ask, and I have already said you're you're a pretty bright guy, and you've you've gone through a lot with your pro career already. If you could, and you could go back and talk to your younger self, and knowing what you know now, knowing what you've been through, knowing all of the things that you've done to get to where you are today, is there any advice you would give your younger self? as you get ready for the draft, the combine, that last season, is there anything you know now that you said, gosh, if I would have known this when I was 17? Honestly, um, this might be a little bit cliche, but just really enjoy it. Like, you know yourself, like life goes by so, so quick, right? And uh, it's like, how do you how do you maximize your, your enjoyment of, of something is to just like, you know, truly be in it. Don't overthink the process. Just enjoy whatever comes. Uh, there's so many ups and downs along the way of uh, a professional hockey career and, you know, let alone life in general, right, of all the different curveballs we kind of get. So, yeah, um, yeah it's how, how do you find uh, every day to get up and, and really sort of be stress-free in a way. And uh, not that uh, I was or wasn't. But, um, you know, sometimes maybe you can overthink things and, and whatnot. And, um, like, I think even after the draft of, like, wanting to play, like, I obviously I wanted to play in the NHL right away. And then didn't happen. I broke my hand at the first training camp. And then the next year you come back and you're like, I want to play then. And then even the next year I didn't make it again and went to Tucson. And, but, you know, you look at the path and it's like, all these things are supposed to happen. So when you get there, you know, you're, you're ready. So, um, yeah, hopefully that's a, that's a good answer for you. It's a little bit cliche, but, um, that's, that's what I'd say. I'm still trying to kind of find, find that to, you know, this day of like, now I'm, I'm closing in on 30 in a few years and 27. Now I'm still, you know, young, but I look at my brother, like I've always kind of followed a lot of what, he's done and he's uh i think 33 so you know you look at the timeline of a hockey player i'm like wow he doesn't really have crazy amount of time left and you know it felt like we were just 10 years old two minutes ago so (laughs) you know yeah well brendan we can't thank you enough for your time really really great stories and insight and i feel like now i can put myself in the shoes of someone going through this experience some 17 year old kid (laughs) yeah but uh, I do overthinking wanna, questions at the combine. I do want to say this, Pearls. First, it's great catching up with you again. And I want to, as you 
come to Arizona to train later this summer. Yeah, we'd love to have you in. We'd like, let's talk again. Let's visit. And oh, I, definitely, I, definitely. Yeah. I'd like to get a round table. I think yeah, with Pearls fun. and some guys. With some of the guys who yeah, train. Yeah, just cool. sit around and talk hockey. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. No pressure to have a have a beer or two and yeah, sit around talking. Really so yeah, Pearls, get, we'll let's catch get up. Donor on uh, yes. or someone like that. Uh, we'll get Donor, we'll get, sit down and we'll just talk old stories and hockey and I think yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. that sounds really fun. So be safe. For sure, for sure. Wish you the best of luck and can't wait to see you again later this summer, Pearls. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks again, guys. I really appreciate you uh, giving me a platform to kind of voice my stuff, so um yeah stay well and uh, hopefully i'll catch you guys in the summertime yeah we will for sure awesome. thanks so Take much care, buddy awesome wow. great stuff wow he's great a he, storyteller he's just an introspective guy yeah and it, he, he's an it, it's funny like you go back to the time when he was the player here and his development and and i tell you what he, he's a kid that still has the tools in the tool bag like, yeah i remember one training camp where we were preparing our um we do a teaching video at the beginning of training camp here's how we want to do things you know examples of different skill sets or systems and it was surprising how many of those films featured brendan perlini oh really like he was doing it right huh. like that's the way and, and i remember even talking to the coaching staff like because he wasn't always loved because we talked about his motor and did he did he play at that pace all the time? But when he did play at that pace, a lot of things we said about Nick Schmaltz, when he did pay at, play at that pace, you're like, oh my. Yeah. He's he's tall. He's got a long reach. He's strong. He gets to the net really well. Um, I wish him the best of luck. He's a, he's a great kid. And at 27, I guess, isn't a kid anymore. But he, I wish him the best yeah, of luck. Yeah, we're the same exact age, actually. Wow. Um, Want to talk more about what he said here in a second. Um, but we got... We had game two last night. We'll talk about that in a bit. We have game three of the NBA final tomorrow. Wow. Baseball all day. So it's just what a week for sports. And if you want to bet on those games, you can do so on BetMGM tomorrow. If you sign in, you can claim your bonus bet on the house every Wednesday and Saturday. You just literally sign in the app and they say, here's a bonus bet. Thanks, BetMGM. Um, so make sure if you haven't signed up yet, use the bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you'll get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use the bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. It was great having Brendan Perlini on. We talked about his hockey hair and that sick flow he has sticking out from underneath the Chicago White Sox cap. Cool if it's sticking out underneath your cap. Not cool if it's sticking out underneath your speedo. Yeah, not a good On the look. way to the summer pool. Then it's time for Manscaped. We talked about the playoffs already, and we're midway underneath the playoffs in both hockey and in basketball. Make sure your balls are as kissable as the Stanley Cup. Whether you're an NBA or an NHL guy, we want to make sure your nuggets have the best clippers. Don't be dirty in your crease. Like, say, like Kachucky Cheese. He's dirty, by the way. How many misconducts? So don't be dirty like Kachucky Cheese. You want your knights to be golden. Polish your armor. If your privates look like Radko Gudis is in a leg lock between your legs... You need to get the Manscaped 
what is it called? The Lawnmower 4.0. And by the way, Lawnmower 4.0, money. And I, Derek's sneaking in. <laughs> he's got purple hair right now. And if he's got purple hair down there, <laughs> I, I'm, hopefully it's not a fungal just, infection. Um, just not no, something I need to think about no? right now. Do you have purple hair down there? Did no, you die? Me, no. The Lawnmower. I didn't need no. that. I didn't need that. Shave I, off that playoff beard between your legs. Turn to Manscaped to Lawnmower 4.0. It's waterproof. It's cordless. It has a light on it, by the way, so you can trim your nuts in the dark. If you need to. Sure. <laughs> Try that crop, crop Reviver for anti-chafing. Manscaped has you covered. Get 20% off and free shipping using the code PHNX at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. Pick a winner, hit the playoff push, and use Manscaped to shave that bush. And remember, manscaped.com. No nits, no cut, no nicks. <laughs> no nicks, no cuts, no fuzzy nuts. Excellent as always, Feeney. That was off the cuff, by the way. So I, I nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed Let's it. go. All right, moving, moving on. on. Um, we talked a little bit about what Brennan had to say, but I just think the mind games. So first of all, let's just rewind. I think what you said is true that the combine, it's not about how high you can jump. And that's, uh, he made a really great point when it's a win-win because either you're yes. physically ready yep. or they say, oh, he oh, needs more work. He, he has Wait till we get our hands on him. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So in that sense, but. Yes, it is more about the the interviews. And also, I remember last year when we had JP Major on, who was the strength and conditioning coach for the Coyotes um, for years, talked about, you know, the things that you're paying attention to off the ice. How do guys interact with each other? Right. How do they carry yes. themselves? Or do they have a bad attitude? All of those intangibles are stuff that are being watched for also and i think that's more important and, yeah. and, and you talk about the jumping and all that and i know if we talk to jp major or mike bond or some of the strength and conditioning coaches have been through it's incredibly important and i'll tell you how important it is there are pieces of it that are you don't want somebody that is um overweight or is unable to do things because they're lazy and they don't train properly i think it shows you know what at 17 i look at where i was when i was 17 physically i was slight and well, it's hard to believe it. My muscular, my muscular stature right now. You go, oh, you were skinny, um, but but I wasn't ready at 17. And some of these kids just haven't hit their growth spurts yet. So I think you got to take that with a grain of salt. And when we talk about the meetings, I still believe there are teams that go the mind game. Oh, like the flowers Leah, versus the gun. They they have what they, is that? If you have a sports psychologist running your meeting, I think you're going too far. I, I really do. Yeah. I think you can talk to a kid and I think you can find out his mindset at 17. They're kids. Yeah. And I don't think you can trick him into, well, this, this is what you should answer. So anyway, I, 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 it was great to hear from somebody that's actually been yeah. through the process from the other side than the strength and conditioning guys. I think it's like, it's like college. It's like when you, when you go to college, do you apply all the stuff you learned and is it really that important or is it showing your new employer I was able to do tasks. Yeah. I was able to go work, to something on time, other people. work with other people yeah. and get to a goal. And I think that's what the combine is more so than, yeah, that's a great comparison. Gosh, what, what, how many bench presses can that yeah. guy do? But it is interesting. Like we, and you know, you hear it sometimes with other guys talking about their interview experiences, but just that he, he vibed and gelled with the coyotes. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, the coyotes even approaching it with a more positive m mindset, like that probably put, him at ease and he's probably going to have a better interview if he feels at right. ease rather than why didn't you yeah. play the next or day here's, and like, here's a paperwork and fill out these questions yeah wow, what yeah the wonder look test really that's yeah. what i'm doing now that's insane yep um i also think it's interesting you know to hear, and brendan perlini was drafted 12th overall yeah um so he was a high draft pick in 2014 um but 
to hear that he wasn't really putting too, you know, he wasn't really overthinking it yeah. during the time. And also, I mean, it, 2014, people had cell phones and Twitter and the internet, yes. but maybe it's more so now. But I don't know. Maybe Brendan is just more of that laid back guy. And I wonder just how much anxiety that like some players have and some don't like for him he sounded like he didn't really think about it much throughout the season but when he stopped having school and yes. all those things to go to that's when he started to have too much time to think and too much yeah. anxiety um so all of that's really interesting and again it just comes back to their kids they're 18 yeah. they're 17 they're 18 um and it, it's hard to put stock on how someone's going to be and you go back and you look at 2014 um that was the year Aaron Ekblad was drafted first overall, Sam Reinhart second, and Leon Dreitzeidel third. Um, and then, you know, he mentioned Nylander, Ehlers, Richie, Nick Richie drafted right one before spot him. before yeah. him, which is crazy. Um, but then you go a few spots later and Dylan Larkin picked 15th by the Red yeah. Wings. But again, and this is why Craig constantly on the show is arguing for a higher draft age. Like, right. you're really just taking a huge shot in the dark. You're guessing. Exactly. You go to twenty. David Pasternak was 25th. Adrian Kempe, 29th. Um, yeah. Jared McCann, 24th. Right before Jared McCann, Connor Bleakley, who never who? played an NHL game. You know, it's yeah. just crazy. Nick Schmaltz was this year, number 20 overall. Um, so it, it, It's a lot of good players in that draft. Yeah, a lot of great players, which it, everything's just a shot in the dark. Right. Like the Coyotes, they, they, obviously, about any draft. Yeah, they obviously liked For sure. Perlini in his season. He had a great junior year um, that year. They liked him in his interview. You know, maybe Brendan Perlini didn't have the the career that Dylan Larkin did, but at the time, the Coyotes yep. were making the yeah, best. 71 points in 58 games. Yes. He led that team with Carter Verhagen. He led that team in goals with 34. Like, he was an offensive guy with high, high-end skill, and big, long reach. We talked about um, high upside for yeah. Brendan Perlini. You know what? I, I hope he has an interesting summer, and I hope he lands somewhere. Yeah, like, he's had some He's had some flashes with Chicago yeah. and Detroit, so, well, you know, let's see. Yeah. Um, what do you remember about him as a like when it's you were funny there? a couple like, things even with just Pearls. personality because you can really he has a personality yeah he has a personality that. but but it's funny how we talk about a soccer the soccer was a real thing like yeah. the, he would sit I remember him in the players lounge watching and being knowledgeable on so what like was going Max on in soccer in our office yes he even <laughs> he Owens. went to Phoenix Rising games like really? he went I, That's I awesome. yeah so he, it was right when they were getting going and he has a I know he had a Phoenix Rising jersey that they gave him um but high high end skill high end skilled kid and and it's just always I always he wasn't real talkative in the room, but he was always like, you could tell something's going on in his head. Like he's, he like, was so interesting. He's cerebral. Like, yeah. He's a very bright. Kid. Yeah. Very, very yeah, cool. Very well, hopefully kid. we'll talk Glad to we him. Did that. Yeah, me too. Loved fun. it. And you know what, Craig, when Craig was like helping me set this up and put me in contact with him. And he said, he's one of my top 10 favorite interviews ever. That's and great. I see why. So, great. and I told Brendan that Craig said that. So sorry, Craig, if you wanted that to be a secret, um, but I'm hoping we can bring him back to summer. I love the round. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. idea. Bring a pack of four peaks. Four here peaks. And I think we sit around a table talking. like this, just put microphones and get some. Get four everybody peaks. talking. Get some wilds, some kit Love lifters. It. Love it. Golden loggers. Get get the get the beer flowing. Get the conversation Hazies. flowing. I mean, all you have to say to people is four peaks will peach. be there, and they're there. I haven't had a peach yet this summer, and that is really I know. upsetting. It's kind of depressing because wow, I think peach this weekend and is going to be on the same this level is a weekend for beer. peach and wow summer days. And for those that don't like that heavy fruity taste. Like a peach to me sounds like I'm not a big peach flavored guy. The peach beer. It's not overwhelming. So subtle. Yeah. And citrusy. Very light. It's very light. Yeah. Very summery. So check out 
at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's Hometown Brewery. You can buy Four Peaks wherever you buy your beer or check out the A Street Pub. You got to be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks and please drink responsibly. Um, it would be even more interesting, Petey, if you took an OGs before uh, yes. you facilitated that. Maybe at the draft. No. <laughs> no? <laughs> bad, bad. I don't even know if it's legal in in tennessee oh. but um that's okay because we have it here and ogs they have something for everyone um delicious flavors of gummies first of all they have mixed bags now with watermelon red apple peach blackberries and cream orange cream school peaches and cream we're just a few weeks away from a new flavor pink lemonade on june 21st um but not only the great flavors they have sleep edition indica sativa one-to-one cbd thc ratio microdose like anything for your need and in a delicious flavor they have so you can check out ogs online at ogsbrands.com and on instagram at ogsbrands you can also find their products at your local dispensary must be 21 years or older to purchase all right pd game two was last night we sat here literally yesterday was it though we sat here literally yesterday and said wow this is you know like, this is a really evenly matched, great series. And and it was just a bleh, like Vegas just dominated. Florida looks See, are they are they playing great? Looked, or is Florida suck yeah, right now? Yeah, I don't know. Or is it both? Is the is the 90 layoff really costing them? I said, and by the way, don't go back and watch yesterday's bet show. <laughs> I said Bob Brofsky's gonna get back on track. He got yanked after giving up four. But I would have said everything you said because I know, I but where are Florida, they? I don't What's know. happening? Or if they were gonna lose, like it would be three two overtime. Yes. Where where is the Florida Panther team we saw two weeks ago? I don't understand. Yeah. It's bizarre. Like the Carolina Hurricanes to me were the best team left in the playoffs after Boston got removed. And Florida rolled them. Like where is that team? Yeah. Is it just the break was too much and now now they're just trying to bully their way in well, to wins. And we are saying the thing that Florida had all playoffs long after that game seven overtime win with Boston was momentum. Yeah. And they that momentum carried them through the Toronto and Carolina series yeah. and then they had that break. So my concern coming into the series was if they don't have the momentum anymore, is that going to affect them? And I feel like it might have. I'm hoping that once they get back to Florida, they're in their Maybe. home rink, they get the energy. If they can win game three, it's a series. Yes. But if it's three nothing Vegas, uh, what a disappointing series if it does. I know, and and I it goes. A, I want a good Stanley Cup final. So tinfoil hat, which I didn't. I maybe we everybody's like, oh, Vegas is going to sweep Dallas. Vegas is going to sweep Dallas, right? Probably good that they didn't. Those extra yeah. two games put Florida in the stands for four more days. Like they sat for nine days yeah. and Vegas played meaningful games during that time. I, I think it starts to build the legend of Aiden Hill with those extra games. March is so Eichel, all of those things happened. Oh, Aiden so we'll Hill. see game three. If Florida wins this one game three, then they're back in it. But now the problem is they're going to start getting a goaltending question and they can't have that. It's yeah. got to be Bobrovsky in three. It has to, um, but there was something great that came out of last night. Um, this was viral on Twitter last night, and it's this video of a reporter for a Miami news station um, sh- sh- doing a live shot. A Vegas fan comes to heckle her, and she sh- stiff arms him out of the shot, goes, nope, 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 barely misses, a, literally barely misses a beat, and just like stayed so professional. Wow. With, like, first of all, don't harass people trying to do their jobs. Like, let's just get that out of the way first. But damn, she that was unreal. So well, like phenomenal. It was. 
I watched that like eight times, and there is a version out there with sound. You should put that on your like Samantha Rivera. Your phone. I should give her a shout yes. out. Samantha, shout out. amazing. You got like the NFL is going to be knocking on your door because that was phenomenal. Defense was no, but, ridiculous. but but I tell you what, that arena, their their vantage points for media are they're tight. Like it's you mean it's funny because I have filmed something. I have to show you this. When we were at the PD at the playoffs, I went inside that arena where the media is and it's very similar to mullet like you can get at the people that oh, are there reporting even even where espn's had the, had their booth and you think people in vegas are drinking maybe <laughs> they might be and possibly so anyway kudos to her let people do their job that was a phenomenal video clip and it, it i think that should like i think those vibes are amazing good I for do her too. proud Martha. Proud, Samantha. Hats off to you. Hats off to you. Um, well, we are excited for tomorrow's show. We are? Because we're going to talk oh, draft. draft. Speaking of draft, we talked draft today, but we're going to talk. We're really talking draft this tomorrow. This draft tomorrow Craig because Button. Craig Button. Button. I like to say button. 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 Craig Button. Craig button. Um, TSN's Craig Button will join yes. our show live. We're actually going to go at 1130. So adjust your calendars. Um, that. <laughs> that's funny, Brady. Yeah. Um, Adjust your calendars. Really excited to talk to him. He is one of those guys who watches all these players. He has his, you know, his final draft list. So yeah. we'll really ask him specifically about that six to twelve range. Yes. And, you know, now that we know where the Coyotes are picking, like I'm curious who Craig Button thinks the Coyotes could target at those two picks. Yes. Um, so really looking forward to talking to him. So be sure you tune into PHNX Sports YouTube tomorrow at 11:30. Um, but if you're interested in joining us at the draft, last call. Last call, just like what we'll be hearing at 2 a.m. Uh, yeah, on Broadway. Oh, buddy. Last call to come with us to Nashville for the NHL draft. Um, it's going to be a blast. All you can drink pontoon boat. We'll have meetups, live shows, winery, tasting. Get your tickets. Um, this is, I think this is the last week to get your tickets. So come with us. We have a great group going already, and we want you to come as well. And if you're a diehard, you get 20% off tickets. Also, if you come, you get an exclusive shirt. On this trip, do we get nobody else gets? I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Um, but if you're not a diehard, become one today, and you can check out phnxlocker.com to grab your membership and receive exclusive content, discounts on all events and merch, and access to our Discord chats. We're both rocking the PHNX Locker today, always, as always. So uh, join us in the Discord. It's super pop, and we actually have a Nashville thread going in the Discord. So if you're going on the trip and you're not on that thread, I will make sure yes. you are on there. Um, but we're not driving. We are flying. But if we did drive, Circle K would fuel us all the way along. All the way because they're everywhere. They're literally everywhere. Literally everywhere. Literally everywhere. And Ubiquitous. Not, and not only does that help for getting gas, but it helps for getting snacks. And Polar snacks pops? are an essential part of a road trip, in my opinion. Orange slices. And Circle K has elite snacks. Salt and pepper and chips. Elite drinks. Um, yeah, Polar pops being one of course especially now that it's over 100 degrees make sure you go inside and get yourself polar pop um, when you're at circle k and right now you can text phnx to 31310 to join their sms subscriber club and get buy one get one free offer on 32 ounce polar pops head to circlek.com slash store dash locator to find circle k's near you just take out your phone right now do it text phnx 31310 so yeah there yeah. you go. Cool. Um, Jose, have you hit the like today? Thank you, Jose. I love Jose. that he's always um, giving us a shout out for likes in the And I like Brady. Comments. Aiden Hill played like Aiden Mountain. Yeah, that was a I good one. I like that. Thanks, Brady, for that one. That, that was, was a good, good one. Clever. Anything else before we He's in Kansas out? City. I like Kansas City. Yes. My wife's a big Royals fan, Chiefs fan. Yeah. Mahomes. Uh. Kansas City, I don't know if they love 
PH and X. I, I don't either, but but I, I, it's a good city. You don't love the fountains. PHNX. It's the city of fountains. <laughs> I love PH and X. It's the city of fountains. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us in our chat. Like Jose said, hit the like button on this video if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on audio, subscribe. Leave us a review. I go and read them. I promise. Um, and you can follow uh, all of us on Twitter. Craig is literally like in the Swiss Alps. He'll probably tweet the picture he sent it. I actually was so angry seeing the yeah, photo. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about like, it anymore. It looks like a computer background. I don't want to talk about it anymore. So go follow Craig at Craig S. Morgan. You can follow PD, who his view is his backyard that he yeah. tends to meticulously. Yes. At talk, you can follow me at Leah Merrill. Jacob tends to his pool meticulously at yes. Jacob underscore Franklin Floor. In fact, he sometimes accidentally inhales chlorine. Um, at do not recommend. That is not no. safe. Um, Sean will be back tomorrow. You can follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. And thanks again to Brendan Perlini for joining us. Um, that was really great. So yeah, it's fun. We'll see everybody tomorrow with Craig Button. But until then, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday, and we will see you tomorrow.